Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio with guest co-host and friend of the show, Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing in St. Paul, and we have the delight and privilege of being in conversation today with Eric Christopher, who is a psychotherapist and hypnotherapist um, located in Minnesota, but I think you work with people from all over, correct, Eric? Yeah, that's right. I do Zoom sessions all over the world. And um, we're so happy to have you in studio to talk about um, how, you know, how you got started in uh, hypnotherapy and past life regression, because I know your background is in, um, you have a master's in marriage and family therapy. You're a spiritual hypnotherapist that specializes in helping people connect to their higher self for present life healing using past life regression. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's brilliant work. Mm. I can attest to that. Yeah. And um, I'm just delighted that you said yes to this invitation to be on Exploring Mm -hmm. Sovereignty. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast, Elizabeth. And Sharon, I really appreciate being here. Well, basically what the what my passion is, is to help people have an experience of connecting to the soul, the soul part of themselves. One of my favorite spiritual teachers is Adi Ashanti. And he said, when you awaken spiritually, you see that life is like this greatest sleight of hand card trick. <laughs> we go through lives totally identified with these bodies and the ego and and this body mind personality um while at the same time uh there's a part of us that we can't escape from i mean one day we won't be our body but try as you might you can't not be that light and energy and consciousness that animates the body i mean that's what you're going to be after this body uh, is no longer and absolutely so that part's eternal. It's indestructible. It's outside of time and space. And you you cannot escape from that part of you if you tried. So the idea is, well, we should be able to tune into that which we already are, that which we can't escape from. And and I discovered, yes, we can. We can we can tune into more more um, solidly, make a more solid connection to our soul self. And so I use hypnotherapy as a way of, it's all about quieting this analytical thinking mind. <laughs> and I guess that's the idea of behind meditation. But then if you couple that with hypnosis and hypnotherapy and then a guided journey, uh, you can really deeply connect more with your higher soul self. And and what I would say is another way of calling it is your your intuitive self. Mm. And, uh, and that will show you precisely what this body and mind needs to grow and evolve, heal, move forward and whatever. So uh, my, I guess what I would say my, in a nutshell, my practice is all about where spiritual awakening meets the therapeutic realm and it's a merge between the two. And Carl Jung once said about healing, that healing is a subtraction process. It's uh, it's more we already are whole and complete. And it's about releasing any limiting beliefs or mm-hmm. thoughts or traumas, thoughts, feelings, beliefs that that cover up the brilliance of who and what we really are. And so what I like to do in sessions, whether I'm doing like, you know, half the time I'm doing present life healing, but it's all about connecting them to their my clients to their higher self. And then from there, we can do see other lives your souls lived before or see whatever lives you're meant to see that can help this life move forward, or we can do present life trauma healing work. Uh, Or inner child, it's a great place to do inner child healing work while you're connected to that higher soul self because the traumas get stored in the body and subconscious mind. And this is a way of uh, being above the timeline of your life while you're connected to this part of you that doesn't have any fears and feels whole and complete. And it feels a lot safer to do release to, to do inner child healing work or releasing of traumas and such while you're connected to this higher part of you. So we can release it from the body and subconscious mind and get back a part of our own light and potential that was somehow lost when the traumas or negative beliefs came in. 
And it gives yeah. it gives people yeah. a higher level feeling and thinking state to witness Absolutely. from, right? And so are you finding Absolutely. that more and more people in the last few years are ta- are searching for that intuitive higher self connection? I know it right. feels like that in my practice. I'm- Absolutely. What I think what's becoming more and more as the consciousness level of the planet raises, more and more people are becoming aware of that idea that that we are these eternal soul beings using this body mm-hmm. you know growing up my dad was a minister and and that was just a concept the fact that we're these eternal soul beings and we're using this body uh, that's that was just not even on the radar it was just <laughs> all yeah well this is who i am and i have a soul and something happens to it after you die but there's no focus on um uh, there's so much evidence these days that we are these eternal soul beings there there is enough evidence and i think the evidence of that would be the evidence of reincarnation because mm-hmm. there's enough evidence of reincarnation that i like to say even a logical minded skeptic can believe in reincarnation just on the sheer evidence of it these days if you look for it but evidence of that is evidence that hey there's a part of us that's eternal and indestructible that just goes on and on and on and we should be able to tune into that part of us that has the higher wisdom and the transcendent feeling, the transcendent experience that helps you let go of all those subtle uh, people that do a past life regression or this other type of present life healing work that I do. A subtle by uh, a byproduct of it is the fears of death kind of fade away because you're tuning in to something that awakens you unconsciously like, oh, I do transcend this this life and all the worries and concerns. And that's it's very powerful. So it can be very healing on different la- on different levels and layers. Well, and from a Vedic, you know, since I know you tap into the Vedas and yoga yeah. tradition. Yeah. Our greatest fear is death, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if we can tra- yeah. if we can transform that into understanding that it's a transformation process that we are transforming our energy from one form to the next. Yes. Sometimes I think about it like water, right? Water can take many forms, but it's always, mm-hmm. it's from the gross, like maybe it's ice all the way to the mist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're just in a, that constant process. And then it's like, I can surrender that fear and other things don't grip me as much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It like it has a trickle down effect of releasing a lot of other subconscious fears that we have. When you tune in and really experience an aspect of yourself that transcends all of the, you know, your body and yeah, and all of the negative beliefs and programs that go along with your body. It's like you connect to a part of yourself that doesn't have those same fears and limiting beliefs, and it's an experiential process. And, uh, and that's why it's, that's half the reason why it's very powerful. Totally. Okay. So let's back up for one quick second. Um, because I think for some of our listeners and Sharon chime in here, reincarnation might still be a newer idea. Mm -hmm. Um, so you glossed over that and I I think it's worthy of a moment or a pause, um, Mm -hmm. for you to talk a little bit more about that. Don't you think, Sharon? I do, and I would actually like to kind of jump in with um, my own question for you, <laughs> which yeah, is, as as you were speaking, of course, I'm thinking about the the onion that we're peeling. I'm, yeah. I am, because I'm into the sound and frequency, everything that you're saying is jumping out at me as frequency, and it's transmuting mm-hmm. energy, and my sense is that uh, when we leave this body we transmute to a different frequency yes and definitely. and so being that as you were saying elizabeth you know it takes different forms i believe all those different forms have a different frequency yeah yes. i agree and so um that would be you know so one of the things that i see is that if we get into a more peaceful higher self higher frequency Peeling the layers is a very subtle, uh, almost peaceful release. And yeah. as, as you said, we get up into that uh, broader view. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, maybe if you could just speak to that for me mm-hmm. <laughs> or anybody that may understand, because I think once I was able to grasp everything yeah. is, has its own frequency, it, yes. it changed my view. Yeah. You know, because I was able to relate to the different forms, you know, whether it's gas or whether it's water yeah. or ether, or, you know. So mm-hmm. if you could speak to that a little bit, just so that maybe some of the listeners that are unfamiliar with those concepts, it's actually a, yeah. a fairly simple thing that relates to things that we've been taught. Mm-hmm. Sure. I well, think, I think I'd you're... like an example. You can see this pin here. For those that are just listening, you can't see it. But I'm holding a pen in front of me, and then you move it really fast. Why you can't really you can't see it? It's like a fast-moving plant fan blade. You can't see it. Well, it's moving really fast. Well, you know, uh, when we die, that light and energy and consciousness is just vibrating at a higher level of vibration. And people think of heaven as being a million miles away, and our loved ones being a million miles away. No, that they can be right here in the room with you, but you're just they're just at a higher level of vibration that the vast majority of people don't see them. And (laughs) some people do. Uh, Some people have that gift unless you have, unless you have a psychic gift. Um, uh, And we can, they can communicate with us as well on the other side as well, if we're open to it and we can train our minds to do that, to have intuitive development classes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I agree. I concur. (laughs) uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, but but yeah, I teach that. (laughs) Oh, but but talking about moving to a higher level of vibration, um, uh, I see that all the time. After after a person does a past life, when they're doing a past life regression, they can live a life and be in a very traumatic, uh, die with a lot of say. Maybe maybe they commit suicide. Maybe they have a lot of heavy emotions and thoughts where they're their vibration is still really low mm-hmm. in that but, past life in that past but, pattern yeah, or simultaneous. Yeah. But as soon as we move to a higher level of vibration and most souls will move once they die, the, you'll feel, you know, when my, when I do past life regression, I'm saying most people, when they come to the end of that life, they'll feel their, their consciousness just, it's almost like an energy current. They move to a higher level of vibration. Right. When they do that, they're automatically more love-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more, uh, they got a lot of insight and wisdom and clarity. All of a sudden they see, oh, that's how that uh, issue relates to this life. And mm-hmm, you know, right. that's where the depression carried over. Or or they, they see why they saw, why their higher mind showed them that life to begin with in the first place. It's always something that's going to help this present life move forward and grow and evolve. But you see, you get those clarity and insights when your vibration raises. And when you do past life regression, the real, the real healing part of the session is towards the end when the life is over and your whole vibration moves to a much higher level. And when that happens, you have the, uh, I've got a zillion examples of this, you get examples of people then sometimes communicating with loved ones on the other side that have passed over or spirit guides and such. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be sharing some of those examples a little later. Yeah. That goes with exactly, um, uh, you know, what a raise in vibration and frequency does. Right. And sometimes I think for people where reincarnation or past lives are, it's hard to wrap your consciousness around i think uh sometimes i'll introduce it to people as past patterning that's still influencing your present moment sure and that we can resolve that through Mm -hmm. that higher level higher self connection and those spirit guides that you know want to work with us because Mm -hmm. we're just carrying that pattern until we learn the lesson and once we're willing to understand what the learning is it releases and those heavier thoughts feelings emotions behaviors that have been influencing us yes that sometimes it's like you can't trace it back in your present life but it's influencing your present life you're suddenly free of and and i know the work that you do and and the work that you know um that that supports people in that and really gaining that insight and wisdom and freedom Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. getting more sovereign from those past patterns that no longer serve them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Well, and I would jump in and say, ultimately, um, at least some of the things I'm sure you see and that I've gotten to see are that then it affects physical health. It affects relationships. It affects on so many levels um, just because you're able to transmute and release. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know I can speak to that and I think Eric can too and we're gonna we are going to speak to that in a few moments yeah. all right yeah yeah <clears throat> um we are in studio today with Eric Christopher who is a psychotherapist and hypnotherapist and who specializes in past life regression to help people become more sovereign stay tuned as we return for our next segment If stress, pain, or fatigue are part of your life, then consider that your pain and tension may be indicators of what's amiss in your life, and it's time for a new perspective. At Resolve Pain Guru, we're here to help you reconnect with yourself, release tension and pain, move better, and sleep better so that you can do more of what you love. You have the power to take control of your healing journey with our online six-week Change Your Pain course. Learn somatic practices to tap into the wisdom of your body and then learn to trust your intuition. Challenge your thinking and embark on a transformative journey with Resolve Pain Guru as your guide, unlocking infinite rewards along the way. Experience the life-changing benefits of somatic practices at ResolvePainGuru.com. Register for our six-week Pain Relief Starter Series and start your journey to a pain-free life of joy. That's ResolvePainGuru.com. ResolvePainGuru.com. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I'm in studio with guest co-host Sharon Crowley, friend of the show, and we are speaking with Eric Christopher, who is a psychotherapist and hypnotherapist located in Minnesota, but works with people from all over the world. And he specializes in healing your present life by resolving past life issues that may still be influencing you. And mm -hmm. Eric, you know, we didn't get a chance to, to talk about how you got started. Like, okay. I know originally you were a marriage family therapist, but yeah. how did this evolve First of all, I'll clarify, I also do present life healing too, inner oh, child healing. Thank but you. I would say half to two thirds of my work is with past lives. And uh, how I started, I traced this back to when I was traveling around India, when I was just after college, um, I had worked in teaching English in Taiwan, went to India, decided to uh, work at the Mother Teresa Home for the Destitute and Dying. Uh, and when I work there, the first thing I do is go in and they tell me to sit with this man because he was dying. And so I sat with him and he's talking to me. And uh, but I'm telling him, I don't know what you're saying, because he was speaking in Bengali, which is a local dialect. 
But as he's talking, he just reaches his arms out and I hold his arms. He's looking in my eyes and he just dies hmm. right in my arms. And then his body became the shell. And we later then took this shell of a body and threw it on a burning pyre. Mm -hmm. And something, something clicked in me that said, wait, whatever I was talking to was not that body and shell. Mm -hmm. And you just have to, you know, whenever you're around someone that's alive and then they're dead, you realize, oh, what I was interacting with was not this shell. And so that's what got the wheels spinning. Like, what? You know, and going back to Einstein's theory of conservation, like mm -hmm. energy it never dis, you know, never disappears. It just transmutes. You right. Know? Right. right. Back, burn a bag of gar garbage, it, you know, converts to gas. Well, I was I, I just was thinking, well, how how we are these souls having a human experience. And of mm -hmm. course, everyone in India believes, you know, that's the way they're seeing things. And India will tr transform anyone who goes. It, absolutely it will absolutely um and so i was so then a, a couple of years later then i read this book called journey of souls by michael newton mm -hmm. which is a, a therapist a psychologist who used hypnotherapy told his clients to go to the source of their issue under hypnosis and by accident many of them are going into past lives he doesn't necessarily even believe in reincarnation but a few of these lives he researches and verifies. But then what he does is he has people, uh, Michael Newton in his book, Journey of Souls, is a great book. Um, a lot of case examples. But what he often will do is just take someone to the end of that life and take them deeper into the spiritual realm, getting a sense of, oh, what does your soul do in between these lives? And he ends up doing that for 3,600 people. And there's so many amazing consistencies with what the people are saying that he realizes this is far too many uh, consistencies to just be mere coincidence. And so, but when I read that book, there was something that clicked in me that said, I would love to do this type of work uh, of connecting someone to their higher soul self. Because every time he did that, they got so many insights and clarity and, and uh, they were every people would talk about a feeling of going home. And when you go home and you feel the energy of your spiritual home, all the subtle little fears tend to melt away. Fears of death, etc. Fears of not being good enough. They don't make sense in that higher vantage point. So how powerful it was to be able to, my thinking is, how powerful is it to be able to help someone connect to that their eternal, their eternal soul part of themselves. And so I vowed to get training with this guy before he retired and and fortunately, I was able to do that. Oh, wow. And so and so I, I got a degree in marriage and family therapy, but my passion was more uh, learning different modalities of hypnotherapy, of connecting one to their own uh, eternal, more permanent self, uh, which has contains a lot of insights and wisdom. And so uh, so that's how I got into it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, it, and well, it sounds to me like it uh, was almost like a download where the path was laid out in front of you, mm -hmm. much like I'm sure when you're working with people, their path comes down and lays out. So it's yeah. it's pretty fantastic that you were able to experience it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Can, um, you talked about yeah. case studies um, yeah. that he that your mentor, who you learned from and were trained by, kept. But mm -hmm. I know you keep case studies. Is there any you would like to share with? Um, our listeners that might inspire them? Yes, sure. I've got several hundred case studies. <laughs> Do you have one that you could share this segment? Absolutely. <laughs> well, what what this is, it's um, when we do this hypnotic process, you're actually connecting more to your own higher self. Mm -hmm. one, of my, one of my client's guides said, just as the body's instinct is to breathe, the soul's instinct is to grow and evolve. So that soul part of you knows exactly uh, what life or lives you should see to help you as a person move forward and grow and evolve. And I was just going through my hundreds of case studies. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, there's probably closer to a thousand here that I, but a woman comes in 
because she's afraid of she's scared because she's seeing and sensing spirits around her mm. and it freaks her out. She's afraid. So she does a past life and and she sees a wonderful life where she's married with her husband, but she dies prior to her husband. And but then she realizes that she just doesn't pull up into the spiritual realm right away. She more wants to hang around her husband. And so she does that. So she becomes a spirit herself that's hanging around the earth plane. Hmm. And she realizes that, oh, she some of the things she does will kind of scare and startle her husband. And so it freaks him out. So she has to be really gentle in communicating with him. <laughs> and, but then eventually he dies. And then they both move up into the higher vibration of the spiritual realm. And when she moves up to the higher vibration of the spiritual realm, she she gets an experience of communicating with her deceased grandmother in her present life. And and uh, when she does, she, it's, it's not like she sees her the way you see with your physical eyes, but she gets like a download of this person, of her grandmother. And it's just an inner knowing. And even though her grandmother presented herself as being much younger than when she knew her, she knew intuitively that it was her grandmother. And her grandmother was trying to tell her uh, not to be afraid of spirits. And then she goes on to, to uh, explain how to help these spirits move on to the light uh, or move on into the deeper into the spiritual realm if some of these spirits seem to be earthbound. Mm. So they're... So therefore, it's like she comes to the session, she's afraid of spirits. You know, there's nothing I can say that's going to say, oh, you don't need to be afraid. Nothing, nothing's going to take away that fear. But her own higher mind knows uh, and her own soul mind knows exactly what she needs. Is to she see sensing and forward. sorry, is she sensing and feeling spirits around her in this life? And it's, freak life, and it's freaking, freaking her out. OK, yep. they're freaking her out. That's that's why she came to do a session. Great. Um, I have another question too. When she came of out of her session, did she have very clear and vivid uh, recollection of the actual session? Absolutely. Anyone that does, and, and that's what I tell people. Um, people are afraid sometimes by doing deep hypnosis because they think they won't be awake and aware or in control, but you're always awake and aware and in control throughout the whole process. So yeah, she, she remembered everything. Uh, Plus, I always record the session for my clients if they want me to, and and um, and plus I'm writing down notes. But the gist of it, you know, she might forget certain details of that regression, but the main gist of it, she'll, you know, she'll never forget. She'll remember that. Okay, so continue on. We didn't mean to interrupt, <laughs> but a couple no. of clarifying questions there. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, I so. Another case example, a woman just came to me uh, earlier this summer uh, because she was like a, a worked in a hospital as like a nurse. And and she all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, she gets this panic, anxiety and panic. And she says her most of her life she had anxiety and panic, but it really got tricked off while working at the hospital listening to all these beeping sounds and stuff all around her. Hmm. So uh, we do a past life regression because she says intuitively, it feels like the fear that I have seems really deep. Like it's more than anything that happened in this life. She had an intuitive sense. Mm -hmm. Goes to a past life where she sees herself as a man. The man, I don't exactly remember what through that life, but it was a, it was a difficult and traumatic life that, that as a man lost a lot of loved ones and he ends up having a lot of depression, depression so much so that, you know, by the way, he's a pilot in that last life. Mm -hmm. He just, uh, so, so much depression that he's suicidal. And when he's flying a plane, he just flies it intentionally right into a mountain. Oh, wow. The last things that she heard was, the um while he's flying in the plane there's all these controls going off beeping, the beeping, beeping. yeah oh right mm -hmm. and it triggered uh, mm -hmm. when she was working at the hospital it triggered this this is how she died and there's panic and fear mm -hmm. while she died and so 
her soul in that moment, and this is another rare instance that her soul, a sliver of her consciousness got stuck there where uh, it's not her entire soul, but a, a sliver of her consciousness got stuck there because she said that after that death, it was low vibration. It was hard to move up to this higher vibration. So then we did an exercise where you just take all of the, the heavy feelings and the depression from that life and feel in the body and energetically release it. Let it go. But all the fears, all the depression, the heavy, dense energy, let it go, release it, and then get back a part of your own light that was somehow lost when you were carrying all the mm. heavy thoughts, feelings, beliefs, fears. And so she got lighter vibration, then, then was able to move up into the spiritual realm. She saw that life, saw this life, and she could see, oh, exactly the carryover and how the fear started now now and then she, she emails me a month later and she says by the way with that session my anxiety and fear was totally gone <laughs> she she had to quit her job uh, i mean not quit but take a leave of absence from her from the job at the hospital sure. because of too much panic and anxiety and so that's where she sought me out but she said, oh, by the way, after that session, it was totally gone. I could easily go back to work again. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. And so, it, absolutely. It's very, very, very powerful. Her own higher mind knew exactly where to go to uh, and the source of the fear. And something I would like to add is, you know, the, the Tibetans are very spiritual people as we know, and they will say that uh, when you die, try to die as peacefully as you can, mm -hmm. because we have a physical energy body, a mental energy body, and an emotional energy body, mm -hmm. spiritual energy bodies. And when you die, if you die with a lot of trauma uh, or a lot of heavy negative thoughts that somehow get unresolved, um, when you die, usually, okay, you'll die, but your soul will move up to the higher dimension, usually. Um, uh, and it'll be free of it. But then when you reincarnate, uh, that, that leftover residue physically, mentally, and emotionally can carry over and impact a future incarnation. And so that's what the Tibetans say. And I see evidence of that and nearly... Well, the vast majority of past life regressions I do there. It's about healing. I agree. Uh, and I, I see that often as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I see that often as well because I think, and it, what has me so curious in my own life is like, how can I make my minor transitions more smooth? Mm -hmm. Like meaning mm -hmm. from waking to sleeping, from leaving my house to going to another place. How can I make those conscious transitions at yeah. the lower level so that when the time comes for me to transcend from this body mm -hmm. into a different vibration, I can be more conscious of that transition and, mm. and have that be uh, more peaceful mentally, emotionally, and physically, and more a conscious death. Um, mm. is a mm. conscious happy death. That's a conscious yeah. happy transition of leaving the body. But right. Eric, tell us where people can find you um, who might be listening just for yes. a moment. My website is ericjchristopher.com, and that's Eric with a C. The initial J stands for Jonathan, my middle name, Christopher. ericjchristopher.com. And, uh, and that's where you can find me. Um, if you like case studies, I have like 13 or 14 case studies on there. About to add more on my website. But that's where you can learn about it. This is this this type of work is my passion, uh, so I've got lots of articles uh, um, that I've been written uh, that I've been writing over the past twenty years uh, that are on that website. Articles about this type of work, awesome, and yeah, and other spiritual awakening kind of blog articles from resources, other people that I've put yeah. No, it's yeah. you're doing brilliant work, and I'm so delighted that you're in the world with us doing it. Mm -hmm. um, we will return for more conversation with Eric Christopher, who is a psychotherapist and hypnotherapist that helps heal the present life, the inner child, 
as well as past life regression so that you can gain the wisdom from past patterns and set yourself free on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth with guest co-host Sharon Crowley. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. Welcome back to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Sharon Crowley, very good friend of the show. And we're in studio with Eric Christopher, who is a psychotherapist and a hypnotherapist who supports people healing their present life, healing issues of inner child, as well as any past patterns that might stem from past life, past lives that he'll support people doing past life regression. Um, so Eric, we were in the, the mix of you sharing case studies. Is there one last case study you want to share with our listeners um, mm -hmm. just so they have a feel of the different kinds of things that people, I know people come to you for a, a multitude of reasons yeah but so they absolutely. have another taste sure sure absolutely and because what i'd like to say is your own higher mind knows exactly what's going to be helpful and beneficial and you know i just had a guy here yesterday and he i had seen him a month before uh and I, we did a past life regression and la a month ago uh yesterday we just did it more of a present life healing but he, we did a, done a past life regression before because of his anxiety that he had. Uh, and especially, I would say, when are you most anxious? Well, whenever he would talk to his older brother or people of authority, he would just tense up, get very nervous. Hmm. Um, it's because his older brother growing up bullied him a lot, made him feel afraid. And he'd be put down and criticized and feel really small and less than. Um so, well, his higher mind showed him a life uh, where he was a leader in a tribe uh, who was, he was like actually a woman, but this, as a woman, lived in an indigenous tribe in like a jungle atmosphere, uh, but was very much a leader and very much respected hmm. uh, as, as this woman grew over, grew older, and this is his past life, he could just feel the respect and the wisdom that that she had and that he had he could feel that and when that life was over he moved up into the spiritual realm and just say wow that was a very powerful life where i just had a lot of innate wisdom and i had a strong connection to spirit and nature so grounded in um in nature and was looked up and and admired by so many people well that that carried over when I saw him yesterday, he said, we did that past life regression a month ago, but like about two weeks after that session, he was, um, he was with his brother and normally he'd be all tense and worried. They're talking about their, you know, their parents care. And, uh, but this time is 
his brother all of a sudden was more deferring to him for uh, insights and questions and, and hmm. uh, his own inner <laughs> intuitive wisdom. Uh, what should we do here? And he didn't have any of that anxiety anymore. That was so much dissipated. It was like a big layer of it had left. <laughs> so uh, sometimes, that's why I like to say, sometimes you'll see a life that's a fantastic life. Uh, it doesn't always have to be a traumatic life. And if it is a traumatic life, uh, one of the biggest fears of people is, well, will, will it make things worse? No, it will never make things worse. You, you, reason being is because when the life is over, you're tuning into that eternal part of you that transcends. It, it, tra it transcends the worst of the worst. If you had a traumatic life, you feel yourself totally transcending that. Uh, the part of you that survives and lives on and on. So you, it never re-triggers a trauma ever. You only see a traumatic life because it's somehow affecting you physically, mentally, or emotionally, and you're only seeing it so you can acknowledge that and energetically release that so it no longer, in fact, impacts you physically, mentally, or emotionally. And so it's actually not a bad thing if you see a traumatic life. But either one, there's, you know, whether it's a fantastic life or a, or a, uh, or a traumatic life, or sometimes you see a real boring life too. And, uh, <laughs> what do the boring boy, lives do for us? There's many boring lives uh, out there. Uh, usually, there's always a soul lesson involved with that. Oh. A soul soul lesson might be, you know, when that life is over, I always ask the question: oh, If you were going to live that life all over again. Would you do anything different from, you know, from the vantage point of the soul? If you're going to live that life from the vantage point of the soul in this now moment, would you do anything different or go through it in any different way? And usually you do see things that you do different and, and like a boring life. They might say something like, yeah, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't let my fears hold me back. I would take risks or I wouldn't guard my heart so much after a loss. I would, you know, I'd be I would. I would love and love deeply and hurt and hurt deeply, but then love and love deeply again and, and, uh, and have the courage to do that and, and be alive or, you know, and I'd be more pre I'd be more proactive in creating the life that I really want to live rather than just kind of let life happen to me and be a, like a, like a bystander kind of. So yeah, even boring lives will have our, <laughs> our lessons. <laughs> I would wonder if sometimes it was a, a reprieve from one that was not so boring prior. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, true. Like I'm just yeah. going to take a break. Absolutely. This one. According to Michael Newton, we'll have a we'll have a couple of challenging lives because it's the challenging lives where we tend to really grow and evolve as a soul. But then after a couple of challenging lives, we'll tend to have a nice vacation life where yeah. it is. You know, <laughs> Dolores Cannon said that too. She, yeah. she said similar. Well, I, she said, you can never judge someone in their life because they yeah. may have just wrapped up a really challenging or difficult Absolutely. life and be in a boring life or a vacation life or a whatever, preparing for the next yeah. iteration of what they need to do for their soul's growth. Oh, I, this reminds me of a last Friday. I'm going to very quick, another example. Sure. Someone did a past life regression and they wanted to get to the bottom of what they're, why they were, had addictions in this life. And well, we saw a difficult past life that related to the addictions, but the soul, when that life was over, went really high in a high vibration, deep, deep into the spiritual realm. He started and soon right away he starts seeing the eternal part of friends in this life. Mm. So keep in mind we're multi-dimensional beings and we don't take all of our soul energy with us. Uh, so there's always a certain percentage of energy that we leave behind. So he sees his friends. Um, but one of the people he sees is his grand I, I said, call upon your spirit guide. And he, he, all of a sudden he sees a spirit guide, which is his grandfather in this life. Hmm. And he says, he just says, oh, I really love my grandfather. He's like way ahead of me in levels. He's so wise. I have such love for him. But, you know, in this life, I don't really care for the guy. <laughs> in the present life, it, the grandfather just kind of kept to himself and never would never really connecting and heartwarming. But his soul was a very high advanced soul and it was his guide. And so 
So after that session, he saw his grandfather in a different light and he was going to go. I suggested that maybe he ask his grandfather a question like, well, have you ever uh, considered the thought that we're these souls having a human experience and see if that triggers something in his unconscious or or maybe he's quiet because he has all this wisdom and he just doesn't want to share these outside the box concepts because he might be looked look crazy to others so you never know so it kind of goes back to that what you were saying sharon is you just can't judge yeah you can't judge. maybe that was elizabeth that said that that was elizabeth but i'm right there with her <laughs> that, that was dolores cannon and, and michael newton but not right. all the people well and that that leads me to the next question which is um actually it's probably a two-prong questions what is you know first prong being what are some of the common things you hear from people that are seeking your help? And then the second part of it, what is what is that like with you? Is there is it a couple of sessions? Like how does a normal session look with you? Well, a session will last about two to three hours. If someone is coming for the first time, it's going to be closer to two and a half to three hours. Um, and the reason people come, many times they feel an inner nudging or they're starting to awaken spiritually. When I say awaken spiritually, it's like they're awakening to the idea that, hey, I'm a soul using this body. And, and or another reason why they would come is they just would have like a strong emotion like anxiety or fear. Or where, and it seems like it outweighs something that anything can happen in this life. So that's why they might want to come and do a past life regression session. Right. Um, uh, or occasionally they're interested in past lives and they're just curious. And so I like to have people make a statement of intent for the inner journey when they come. And so, so many times it's like, show me a, a statement of intent might be show me a life or lives that can most help me understand this stabbing pain in my heart that I seem to have and doesn't, then the doctors can't find anything about, or this, uh, heavy anxiety that I have that I felt most of my life is, is there a deeper, what can I under, show me a life that can most help me understand and heal and release that. And so people might come to that or people can just come out of curiosity and they might say something like, show me a, as a, a statement of intent, show me a life or lives I've lived before that would be most helpful and beneficial uh, for me to see that's most affecting this life. And so you can be, you know, it can be wide open uh, or you can have a really specific intent. Um, or if people sometimes say, I just would like an experience of communicating or connecting with my higher self. Um, past life regression and in the present life healing that I do, it automatically does that automatically. Mm -hmm. Seeing things from a higher vantage point. Are people ever difficult to hypnotize? Um. Or yeah, sometimes they can be, but that's why <laughs> <laughs> I find that people that are somewhat intuitive have a much easier time with past life regression because there you're just you're you're turning it over to your uh, unconscious mind and letting information drop into you. Sure. Um, someone that's highly intuitive will just go with it. Someone that isn't necessarily hasn't exercised those intuitive abilities is going to say, what I, I'm making the whole thing up. They can have a <laughs> profound healing session that heals thing. It's not uncommon for someone that have an absolutely profound healing session uh, and get answers to the questions they were seeking and actually actually feeling heavy energy leave, letting go. But then afterwards say, gosh, it kind of felt a little bit like I was making that up. Um, but they get healing results either way. And I, and and I like to say, well, look, if you want to interpret that as a symbolic metaphor that your unconscious was showing, fine. You'll have positive results either way, therapeutically. For um, sure. Do you, but, uh, for listeners who are, you know, maybe sitting with the possibility of doing this mm -hmm. work, is there something yeah. you could invite them to do that they could do in the moment um, for themselves if they want to oh. heal or release? Well, if a person is, has an issue to heal or, or and something's bothering them, maybe it's a trauma from the past. Maybe it's, I think a good way is just to tune in. And since we are energy beings, so just tune in and feel that energy in your body. And then what it, 
then whatever scary trauma or whatever that you're carrying, it translates just to energy in your body, stuck energy that's in your body. And as you give your full focus and attention on that stuck energy in your body, uh, that is to say that fear, energy, or anxiety, it information will tend to, as you, your consciousness goes deeper into it, it tends to dissipate a little bit, it, and sometimes a lot. And it also insights with insights and clarity about the source of that tends to drop in. And when that happens, you can feel it in your body. And if you want, you can tell your mind, you imagine a door there and sending it all out in a, a huge incinerator outside of you. I love it. Like, it is much easier to do that when you're in a trance-like state. In, sure. Say, and when you have some support. But if people actually, wanted to try to release and heal and transform something they're holding. That's a great invitation. So Eric, where can people find you? People can find me at uh, ericjchristopher.com. That's Eric with a C. Uh, That'll have all my contact information. Uh, My phone number there on my website is a landline. So don't text. Uh, I won't get it. Um, (laughs) Good to know. Email me at eric at ericjchristopher.com and, uh, and all kinds of information about, about this type of work. Um, and, and what I would also say that many times people are real interested in it, but they don't know if they want to jump right in and do a, a, a deep regression, a deep dive regression right away. So I also offer informational sessions for an hour, $80 for an hour, and it's a generous hour, and it turns out to be a little bit of a counseling session as well, but awesome. I'll, I can walk people through the process, um, answer awesome. any questions they may have. Thank you so much. You've been so generous with us, Eric and Sharon. So enjoyed it. Thank you. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Sharon as we spoke to Eric Christopher who is a heart-centered thought leader exploring sovereignty and what sets us free. Thank you. Thank you.